Welcome to our opening. This is Baruch of the Mitzvah Rebbe, and we're on part four. Um, this is L'schut, the of Hannah Shira Malka Bas Esther Chaya. So this is a short shear, hopefully most days, every day. So yesterday we actually ended off speaking about, hmm, no wonder the whole world is breaking up. All of nature is breaking up. Because when the Mayan, we ended off with speaking about when the Mayan, um, we could probably read it inside. Um, when you're talking about the Mayan, the, the wellspring, the source, the source of everything, and you're talking actually about a physical wellspring underground, the way it comes up is that it, um, it has tremendous power. What you see when it breaks, it breaks through the earth. Now, when it breaks through the earth, that obviously requires enormous power to break through. It's usually a very crusty earth. And so for a little soft water droplet to break through this crusty earth would take huge amounts of power. Um, you don't see that power in the little, little stream, little flow of water. You don't see it. But, and so, and so there's, there's a, a hidden power there that we're actually not seeing with our eyes. That's number one. Number two, where did that little, that little streamlet, those little droplets, which is called teeping, teeping, you know, drip, 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 drop, drop. Where did it come from? It came from the time Rabbah, from deep within, well, that's spiritually, but from deep within the earth. The wellspring is not on the surface of the earth. That's where it's revealed. It's like the child, when the child is conceived, you don't see with your physical eyes the child as it's growing until nine months later it emerges. So you don't see the wellspring is underground somewhere. Now for that that water to move up from the wellspring requires an enormous amount of power as well. It's not trickling down, it's surging up. And it's surging up through rocks, hard earth, very resistant gashmias. Highly resistant gashmias and it's surging up and it managed to, manages to get to the top when it gets to the top to the earth, the top of the earth, it breaks through the crust. Remember, just picture how much power that requires. Breaks through the crust and then it starts to stream. Keeping, keeping. From its concealment, it becomes revealed. Now you see the water. Um, and then it becomes a little stream and then a, stre- a streamlet and then eventually a river and then a, the river widens and the river lengthens and the river can become a giant river. You have lots of giant rivers in the world. Look at the map. Look at the Hudson River. It's, it's big. It's wide. Look at the St. Lawrence River. It's big. It's wide. Look at all the rivers. They're very big and wide. They started with a little drip, 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 drip from below the earth to above the earth. And from deep within the earth, that's where the wellspring is. So we concluded yesterday, that's why we understand that everything in the world, when the earth is breaking up, we're now in a moment in history where the earth is breaking up. One of the other times in history when the earth broke up was during the Mabel, and then the Ten Makas. 
etc. Some of those times when the earthiness and the physicality of the world and the laws of nature are just breaking up. And the waters are inundating the earth. And that's why we said yesterday, so much flooding in the world, including in New York. When? The day of the birthday of the world. Small matter. What was happening when that flood occurred? A flash flood occurred in New York. Nothing except for all the women went downstairs classically. The the, the Lubavitcher Rebbe will speak with speak directly with the women twice a year. One of them is on Chafei Elo, the birthday of the world, and that was and there we were downstairs in 770. We had a program. That's the time that the Rebbe addresses the women, and there we were. And as we were there, New York became inundated with water. Not just from above, from below. The sewers overflowed and etc. So think about it. So here we're here we're seeing it. Here the Mithrab is discussing it, describing it in Shar Yuchud. Um as he says, So it's flowing up, 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 up from its source until it breaks through the earth and it comes out drop, 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 drop. Bogoli, Nihelma, from its concealment. The ta- now why? Why is it concealed? Why does it have to be hidden? The Tafla's Helma, the Tafla's Ankoi, Lamata. So the whole purpose, I guess, of its concealment is the purpose of its depth below. Come on, Mayana's time. I'm not quite sure what that means, the purpose and the purpose, but it's like the Mayana's Taham. So it comes from that, you know, the great depths, as we said, at the time of Nayah's flood, says the great depths opened up, and that's where the flood came from. The windows of heaven, heaven, and the Mayanist time. So, the same thing occurs spiritually. We understand the reason you see physical flooding of water now is because you have spiritual flooding in the world too. May das, waters of knowledge, waters of truth. Now, we sure need a lot of waters of truth because we have <laughs> a, 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 um, a totalitarian um, world oligarchy or whatever it's called um, uh, found, founding itself based on uh, falsehood. So you certainly need it to be washed clean with pure, pure what made us, waters of truth. No coincidence that they come at the same time. <laughs> Right. So where does Chachma come from? Just like where does the water come from that you see on top of the earth? From the concealed water below. So where does Chachma come from? It comes from the concealment of Chachma. So any Chachma that comes to you and comes to the world comes from the deep level of Chachma, which is from a concealed place. So what is this Chachma? It's like the breaking through of the water to the surface of the earth. Boom! A brand new idea breaks through and enters your mind. And it comes out like a flash, like a lightning flash. Boom! Just appears in your mind. Piadua. We know this. Umachar machzapta behelam einker uikar atmis betaych taych. 
So it's being hewn out of it, this chachma, this brand new chachma that no one ever had before, being hewn out of its concealed place, from its deep place, is the ikr atmis, is its main thing. I guess, I'm not quite sure, but that might mean there are lots of steps in a chachma. In water coming up, there are lots of steps. We said, you know, it's in the wellspring, then it comes up, then it breaks through the earth, then it becomes, then it's a little flow, then it's a bigger flow, then it's a wider river, then it's, and a lot of things are happening, a lot of different stages. Same thing with a chachma. Which stage is the most important stage? So here the Mithra Rebbe is saying, um, the source of it being hewn out from its its um, concealment in its depths, that's the main stage. Stage one, you know, it's deep, 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 concealed, a chachma, the chachmas of the world, and the knowledge of Hashem, deep, 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 and concealed. The most important step is when it's boom, starts to be revealed. And so, really, there's an explanation um, that the Mithra Rebbe gives, which is not over here. I guess that process and that place is called It's, I guess, the depth, the source of the idea in Bina. You see lots and lots of details and understanding all of those details from their source in their depth, that's probably the most important step. It's not only, um, by the way, this, the learning of this is we're all students in this, fellow students in this, I'm not exactly an expert in it. Um, and now we're learning straight from the Mithra Rebbe, um, just for chapter one, which is even more cryptic than when we learned from Reb Hillel Parashar. So, whatever, it is what it is. This is not a, uh, we're just, we're, we're just, we're just trucking along like regular students. Whatever we get, we get, and whatever we don't, we don't. Um, so we're saying the depth of the, the source of this detail in Bina, it's not just the Einik of this idea of Bina, Hamurgash. It's not just the, this, the depth, the source of this idea, as you can actually feel it. You know, you can feel it, you understand something like, oh, I got it. There's that. We're not just talking about the depth of this understanding in a way that I got it, I understand. So the depth of understanding this idea is an ayin. The place where it comes from, that's an ayin of the yesh. In other words, whatever you can feel like, I got it, that I got it is coming from a place of, I don't get it. <laughs> That's just what it is. There's the yesh. I can, I can almost hold it in my hand. 
And there's the ayin. I can't hold it in my hand. But that's where the yesh comes from. So the yesh of Hasbaz, the bilvah. Ve'en la'erach legabe ayin dechachma. You can't compare the ayin of a chachma to an, ap- to an actual chachma. You get an idea. You cannot compare that idea to where that idea comes from. There's such completely different energies, you just can't compare them. One, you have it, in, so to speak, in your hand, in your mind. You can, you can something, describe it. The other one is just like, it's, it's where it comes from. So they're completely, they're infinitely different energies. You can't even compare this. This is so cryptic. Okay. The depth, the the depth of the idea, meaning where did this concept come from, is called when you're looking at a chachma, and where did it come from? What's its source? It's called Sharanun, the Bina. Well, we all know about Sharanun. The 50th gate of Bina. This is where, I'm not sure exactly which level comes from it, but behind, behind, behind the whole scene, behind the, the concepts that are coming to us as a flash that we're grasping, where is it coming from? Sharanun of Bina. So if you're getting an expansive wealth of understanding of something, but where is that coming from? Now, this is a perfect week to learn that because the Mithra Rebbe is Bina. The Alta Rebbe is, so to speak, Chachma. And the Mithra Rebbe is Bina. And the Mithra Rebbe says, Bina comes from Mercha Ba'atmi. We're going to learn in the Sikha today. Bina comes from Mercha Ba'atmi. It comes from, as far as I can understand, a very wide place where there's a wealth of explanation, but the source of that place, imagine what it looks like in the source of being a Merchav very expansive place, incredibly expansive, Merchav, wideness, expansive, but expansive in the essence place. And from that essence, wide expansive essence place is are born all the details of Bina. And somehow around that, in that same Sharanun of Bina is somehow connected to all of that. Right? Bina. Gam shenimshach me'ayin dechach meliyesh. And it comes down from ayin of chachma into a yesh. It comes down from a um, a place where you have no visibility to this wisdom. And you can't put your hand around it. You can't grasp it. And it comes into a yesh. It comes into something actual, actually tangible. And what is the physical example of that? Mumayan yeshis may base something. Maybe it's Kredish Kredish. I'm not sure. I'm, I don't want to say. But a wellspring that comes out, when this wellspring, it could be from base Kredish Kredish. I'm not sure. Tzilasa Kekarnecha Gavin. When you see a wellspring, and it says, by the way, wellspring will come out of a river. A well, river comes out of Aden, Gan Aden, and a river comes out of a stream of water will come out of the base of Migdash. Where did it come from? Shorsha Nagiya Ba'aymek de Chachma. So now, 
Let's switch back. The source of all this comes from the Aymak of Chachma Hanal. Ukenir Bechush. Um, we'll just do a little bit more. Kenir Bechush. Shekol Mamik, Rak Ba'aymak HaMusav. Umamti Lamakam. Ooh, this is so hard. Shekol Mamik, Rak Ba'aymak HaMusav. If you go deeply, I'm just, this is really my thought. I am not necessarily translating it well. Whoever goes deeply into the exploration of the Aymak to the place of the depth of an idea, where does that idea come from? What do you pull out of there? What you're pulling out, I'm just going to paraphrase. You're going to pull out of there something brand new. The Aura the Bina, the light of Chachma and Bina. Vehu Hanikra Mainik. And it's called So you're going to pull out something brand new. Vehu Anikra Mainik Lushan Mafil. And that process of pulling it out of there from a place that you don't even know what that place is and what it is and where it it's so intangible, but you're able, we are able to pull out those brand new, fresh, brand new, just created ideas. It's like a, 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 um, I don't know what kind of machine that takes you to the depth of the Chachman Bina. It's called the, the Haven of Chachma, kind of like, and it's called Chachma in Bina. And it takes you to that place. And really, to say it in simple terms, you're looking at idea, just like we are now, we're saying, what is this really? What is this really? I hear lots of details, I hear lots of stuff. What are you saying? What are you saying? What are you trying to tell me really? That's where all of this and the, the idea of mimic going deeply into it. What is it really? It enables you to understand Dvar Chidush Acher Mishacha Musad. Okay, we're going to finish the sentence. It enables you to understand something brand new, a different brand new thing. Imagine that. There are two kinds of people. One kind of person, you know, they know, they can repeat the thing, they know the concept, but they can only say the concept in a certain context. If you, if you ask them to apply it then to another situation, they're lost. Because they just, they know like, you know the basic idea. They don't really understand it deeply enough to be able to transpose it to another situation. So the the, the ultimate is you learn something in Chassidus and then you can see how that applies to the weather, marketing, buying shoes, Lahabdul, all these things. Uh understand Lahabdul, understanding God, um, what you eat, 
uh, how you how you run your relationships, it needs to be able to be applied everywhere. But in order to be able to take the same concept and apply it to completely different situations that seem disconnected or unrelated, you need to experience it in its depth. You need to know what it really is, not the way it looks in a sicha only. You need to take everything that you learn in the sicha and the mind and like, okay, how does that apply to marketing? How does that apply to change of a diet? How does that apply to parking? Or why we drive cars? Or why the river flows? Or, or how your cell phone works? So once you can do that, to understand a brand new thing, to know something brand new from inside the understanding of the Bina. The only way to do it is through Iyun, as we said. Go back to the source and plug into that. Gives you total flexibility. Which means you look into everything, all the details of what you're learning, in their deepest place. The Nikra, and that process has a, and that place has a name. Bina Shivabina. Bina Shivabina. You're understanding the many concepts within. In, it's, it's a very expansive place. And being that it's the Mithra Rebbe's week, Bina, this is it. He's giving us that kayak to be able to do that. The Achakach, now, once you do that, you can learn things in a way of binish of the dina, a lot of expansive ideas in an expansive way, and apply them everywhere because you understand them in their source. Then what can you do? Then you can give birth to and bring out all kinds of new ideas, a new understanding, brand new understanding. Avarak. So you can understand it. Well, this is hard. Um, in a way of Chachma Dibina, I'm not. I'm not going to attempt it. But Kesser of Bina, you want it. You understand. Kesser of Bina is a whole other thing, which that's not. You're not going to have that. Who Aimakamusa Kesar Abin is real, 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 real depth of the idea. Hanal, Hamagia, Sharsha, Baimakachma. That reaches the source in the depth of the Chachma. Okay, so that's where we're going to stop. That's the end of the sentence. Um, so just to end off, we're saying so when we look at the world today, more than just the details, you know, well, I see he said this and this went on and they're planning that and they're doing this. We want to know what is it really? What's this? Where is it coming from? And it's really coming from one place. This is nothing other than, just like in this week's Parsha, Yaakov Avinu said, where am I? This is such an awesome place. Ain Zeki Beisalakim. Ve'achin lo yadaiti. I didn't know. I couldn't have that kind of deep comprehension of, this is Beis Elohim, where am I? So today we have to ask ourselves, where am I? This world is very strange. Where am I and when am I? And the answer is one and only, if we trace it all the way back, this is Ein Zeki Beis Elohim. This is another, nothing other than the house of God. 
the entire world is turning into Achim I didn't, I couldn't grasp it until now. This is nothing. This world is being turned into nothing other than the house of God. Sure doesn't feel like it, right? Because we're going through the earthiness, and there's a huge process of cleansing that's happening. And the waters of truth are inundating the earth. But the deeper we can get, go, and the more we can understand Chassidus, and the more we can understand the, the depths of Hashem's wisdom, the more we'll, we will be able to look at the world and, 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 and see the truth of what's happening when it looks dark, and see the light within the darkness, and then hopefully immediately just be done done with the darkness, turn it all to light, and find yourselves in the base of Mizushishlishi immediately now. Together with Khanashira Malka, Bas Esther Chaya, Gazunta Heik Freilacher Heik, learning Shari Yuchud in the base of Mizushishlishi.